With the two biggest draft weekends for fantasy baseball right around the corner, which late-round starting pitcher could potentially be the next Spencer Strider? We'll talk about that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. You can find us on all podcasting apps and social media platforms. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my co-host, my brother, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? If uh, you're listening on Apple or Spotify or actually anywhere else, uh, throw us a little review. Give us a five-star rating. It goes a long way to help the podcast out. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little subscribe button. You get a notification every time a new episode comes out. Also, hit that like button and be sure to throw a comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Uh, first of all, welcome Matt back. You know, Matt, Matt uh, missed yesterday. You know, thank God him and his daughter are okay. Thanks for all of the, the good wishes we saw on YouTube. We appreciate that. And you uh, if you guys are a fan of Matt and I here, yeah, bro, uh, Matt Matt is the man. Love Matt. Love love to have my brother back here with me. So, guys, real quick, if um, you guys are a fan of Matt and I, if you just want to help us out, uh, we're getting real close to that 1,000 subscriber mark here on YouTube. So if you could share the podcast with a friend or two that likes fantasy baseball or just friends that like baseball in general, it goes a long way. We truly appreciate it. Thank you to everybody that has already subscribed and those shows us a lot of love. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit uh, FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. So on today's episode, Matt and I picked out a few starting pitchers names that are going a little bit later in drafts. And we're talking about who could potentially have a breakout year like Spencer Strider did last year. And Matt, I believe you got somebody special here that you want to talk about first and one one of your big time boys for this year. Yes, sir. But uh, first, I just want to thank everybody on YouTube for sending the love. Uh, my daughter's okay now. Um, sorry I had a miss yesterday, guys. I'm happy to be back. But uh, let's talk about my boy, Nick Lodolo. Um, Lodolo is awesome. We all know what he did last year um, on that short, you know, rookie season of incredibleness. Um, you know, I, I I really didn't expect him to have this kind of year. But, hey, you know what? Let's go because I think this year is going to be even better. Um, in 103 innings, he had 131 strikeouts. He had four wins. Um, he had a ERA of 366 and a whip of one, two, four, eight. Now that's a little high on the whip side, but I mean, ultimately the kid is just a stud. He just, he's part of that rookie crew that just like, kind of just wants to strike out everybody under the sun. You know, he has, it reminds me a lot of like Blake Snell action where like when Blake got called up, all he wanted to do was just strike out everybody and have a high whip. And eventually he reeled that in and was successful in what he was doing because he's still doing it. Um, Lodolo is still doing it in spring training with, with a one, two, five whip. Um, but he's, he's outside of that, having a good spring. It looks like, cause I mean, his ERA is a three, three, eight. 
He has eight innings pitch. He has 11 strikeouts. So, you know, the K's are always there for Lodolo, and he knows what he's doing. I think that him on the Reds with that, with the Reds finally making that push, even though they made a poor mistake in sending down Elliot Cruz. Um, I know, so dumb. But I guarantee it's for control. He'll be up week week two. Um, but anyway, let me stop saying the ums and just like finish my point here. Nick Lodolo is one of my favorite targets this year. Ultimately, I have him, I have him uh, ranked as like my 54th pitcher this year. I'm so psyched to get him on all my fantasy baseball teams. Let's go, Lodolo. Matt, how do I have Nick Lodolo ranked higher than you? I thought I was going to have to come in here and be like, oh, guys, I'm sorry for having him too low. I have Lodolo at 51. Uh, Nick Lodolo is currently coming off the board as the 38th starting pitcher, pick 128.8. I do like Nick Lodolo. There's so much strikeout upside. You know, the ERA is going to be pretty solid. His ERA was always good in through the minors. He actually never had an ERA over 284 in the minors. And Lodolo is going to be 25. I lost 50. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. At least you have him one spot higher than me. That's fair. That makes me feel a little bit better because I know that's your boy. And Dang Lodolo you. last year, you know, 24 years old, you know, the he had the great, great ERA, great strikeouts, but the win upside is a little bit limited. The, you know, the whip, as Matt said, kind of reminds me of the young Shane McClanahan, reminds me of the young um, Blake Snell, as you mentioned. And I think there's, there's that upside where he could turn it on. I'm not sure if it's going to be this year for Lodolo. The park scares me a little bit. That's why I have him ranked a little bit lower than, you know, ADP. But if you get Lodolo as like your number five starting pitcher, I think that's going to be pretty solid for you. But let's move on to somebody I must have talked about 800 times last year. (laughs) And that's one of my boys, Dustin May. Guys, once again, if you're a fan from last year, you hung around, you know, Dustin May was just somebody that I was high on all of last year. And I'm still I'm still there. I'm still super high on him. I currently have Dustin May ranked probably too high. Uh, where do I have Dustin May ranked? Oh Lord, I'm having uh, trouble finding where I have. I didn't know I have him. Higher. I bet I have him higher. You probably do. I have my 48. Actually, I found. Oh, it. I have my 48. Oh, we're spot on, bro. 48 as well. 48. Oh, okay. All right, good. I like that. I like that. Then I like that. So last year, Dustin May, you know, he didn't have a a great year for you know as far as the numbers went because he, he got hit a little bit towards the end of the year. Last year, Dustin May had six starts, 450 ERA. 30 innings, 29 strikeouts, and his whip was a 116. Now, it's usually the other way around. When guys are coming back from an injury, their whip is usually higher and the ERA is usually a little bit lower. And Dustin May showed that he still has the control. He gave up, a, you know, um, a couple too many uh, walks, a couple too many hits. I think he gets back to form. Uh, over his first three years, Dustin May was actually pretty solid. Over his first three years, Dustin May had six wins, five losses, two nine three ERA, thirty one games, nineteen of those were starts, hundred and thirteen innings, one hundred eleven Ks, and a one oh six WHIP. So I think he's going to be right around that K per nine. I think like a three two three three ERA. The WHIP has always been solid, so the WHIP's going to be good in that Dodgers lineup. He's going to have a lot, a lot of wins. I think the thing to be careful for is Dustin May's innings, which are probably going to be pretty limited. You know, he might get you 130 innings, so be prepared for that when you're taking him. But he's coming off the board, 46 starting pitcher, pick 153.8 overall. I'll take Dustin May there all day long, and I think he's going to be pretty solid. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next up, next up, Matt has a, a very, very good starting pitcher that we're both super high on. But before we get to that, I'm really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode. 
the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise? Well, guess what? Your dream has come true. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, and also managing the team's finances, scouting and drafting players, managing difficult personalities, and also navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable without Wi-Fi. Play on the go as you want, where you want. I've been absolutely hooked on this game since I've downloaded it. You can compete against your friends like Matt and I have been doing, and you should definitely do the same. Locked On Fantasy Baseball listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store, so make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app store. That's ProBaseballGM.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. So with that being said, Matt, uh, let's get to this next guy, somebody that I love as well, and he's actually right next to Dustin May here in Fantasy uh, Pros ADP. Yeah, and that's Mr. Joe Ryan. I love Joe Ryan this year. Dom did turn me on to him, but he is one Appreciate of my boys. Um, I have him at 47, one above Dustin May. I have him at 41. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Oh, jeez. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, I love Joe Ryan. I think Joe Ryan's going to have a fantastic season. Um, you know, he, he's on a... It's on a team where he's going to get the opportunity, and he's doing. He did one of those things in year two that I talk about a lot with young pitchers that they they have this trend, right, where they pitch a good amount of innings and they have a certain ERA and a certain amount of strikeouts, like pretty much a K per nine. That really shows me that they're ready to take the step forward and become elite. You know, he could he showed that potential that he may not be like a top twenty, but he could be a top thirty six pitcher uh, with that top twenty upside. And what he did last year was fantastic at 147 innings. He had 151 strikeouts. He had a 3.55 ERA with a 1102 whip. Now, that's exactly what you want to see from a second year full season, uh, second year player in their first full season with that many innings started, uh, innings pitched, I mean. So, on top of that, I'm going to say these are my predictions for Joe Ryan. It may be a little extraordinary, but at the same time, I don't think it's too outrageous, right? Joe Ryan in the minors had a K per nine that was absolutely like ridiculous. So in 2021, he had 62 innings pitched and he had 92, 92 strikeouts. Now I don't foresee how that's not going to translate into the bigs. I think it was more of like, um, like uh, getting used to bigs for a full season. And also that, that amount of, of workload, it's a marathon. So now that's that this is his second year into that many innings Maybe he gets a little bit more. We're going to see a lot more strikeouts out of him this year. And I think that ERA either stays where it is or comes down just a bit into the three, the low threes, which would be phenomenal. And that's where he takes that step up into that top 25, top 20 pitcher. And that's where I think we're going to see him this year. He's somebody that I'm really targeting this year, even though he is struggling in spring training just a tad where, you know, he has a 4-1-5 ERA. And I don't know the logistics um, because I can't get the breakdown of whether it was just one game with a big blow up. But he is performing pretty well outside of that. In four innings, he has six strikeouts with a one one five four uh whip. So, I mean, he's consistent in those categories. I think he just had a, lo- a, a little bit of bad luck. I can't, I can't get the twins for spring training, so I apologize to be able to actually fact check that. But, you know, I guarantee in the next two weeks, we're going to see him trend in a positive direction, bring that ERA down and show those moments of genius that he's going to do all year. So Joe Ryan is one of my picks this year. 
Yeah, Matt, we're in, we're in sync. I love Joe Ryan. And something I did want to point out about Joe Ryan, and maybe that's affecting his uh, spring training stats a little bit. So Joe Ryan has added a new slider and a split finger pitch that he's going to use as his changeup. Now, something that Matt and I have talked about, I know I mentioned it a lot on the podcast a lot last year, but if you're new, let's talk about it again. You want to see pitchers that are adding a new pitch, trying something new, changing something that was broken from last year or previous years. You don't want to just look for somebody that, like, was hasn't changed anything and oh his numbers in spring training are fantastic it doesn't really mean anything uh, for most spring training stats don't i don't really take too much into them unless it's a young kid or somebody that's changing something a batter that's changed his swing or his approach or his uh you know for not to get a little too fancy on you but his launch angle like the way he's the way he's swinging the bat so those are things that i'm looking for and joe, joe ryan having these two new pitches for, for a guy that's fastball averages only around 92 so you know the fastball isn't blowing anybody away but when you're adding all this nice breaking stuff in the mix i like to see that Joe Ryan, if you can get him as like, once again, most of these guys are like as a number five, six, or some of them seven. If you can get them in that range, they have that upside to maybe not be exactly what Spencer Strider did, but to, but to be Spencer Strider-esque. So if you can get Joe Ryan as your number five starting pitcher, I think you're going to walk away very, very happy. Uh, you know, somebody that's still fairly young. He's 27 years old this year in the prime of his career. Uh, I, I love Joe Ryan. So let's talk about another guy that I love and I know Matt loves as well. And if you've watched any of our mock drafts episode, somebody I think we've taken as our last pick in every single one, that's Michael Kopech. Now, Michael Kopech is just a, a monster of a man, 6'3", 210. He, he throws gas. I believe he throws like 96, 97 consistently. And last year just wasn't his year. You know, he messed up his knee at the end of the season, which kind of threw him off. He was transitioning from, you know, a bullpen role in 2021 to a full-time starter for the first year in 2022. I think we cut the kid some slack. He's 27 years old coming into this year. And he actually was solid last year. Last year, Kopech, five wins nine losses that white Sox team isn't going to be great so the wins aren't going to blow you away but three five four era 25 starts 119 innings 105 k's and a 119 whip now in his career he's well over a k per nine 203 innings for Kopech in his career 223 k's i think that comes back i think that translates i think he's learned a few things i think the kid you know was he oh i know the kid was one of the top prospects when he came up but i think he learned how to be a starting pitcher it's not something that's easy, especially when you're transitioning from, you know, a relief pitcher role, only throwing two, three innings. Now you got to throw five, six, seven innings. I think this might be the year where Kopech breaks out. Uh, I got to tell you where he's going because I know he's buried. Let's just talk about how late Michael Kopech is going in draft. Oh, Lord. So I think he, he's moved up a tiny bit. 78th starting pitcher, pick 268.4. Reach, reach. I'm telling you now, reach. Take him as the start 60th starting pitcher. Take him at pick 200. Make sure you get Michael Kopech on your team. I actually have Michael Kopech ranked as my 47th starting pitcher. I blow so you away on that one. Oh, do you? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God, man. I got to move him up then because 39. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That's a little, that's a little bit bullish. So hop in, hop in. You could got to get it on the Kopech love over here. So, I mean, so here's the thing about Kopech, too. He was a top prospect, and he got smacked with Tommy Johns. So he got set back about a year and a half. Um, and then they, and the reason why I say a year and a half is because when he was ready to come back, they didn't put him in a starting role, but they wanted to call him up and get that exposure. So they put him in that relief uh, position. So it kind of delayed his progress and his breakout. So I feel like 
this is really his year too. Like I'm, I'm not looking at his, his yeah. relief role, even though he was very successful in that re- relief role. And I'm still waiting for that, that hundred mile per hour, 104 mile per hour to return, which I'm not sure if it will, but he's still throwing 99. So yeah. that's my thing about Kopech. If he starts ticking up there to that 104 range again, bro, this kid's going to be absolutely unstoppable. And that's why he's ranked so high because the, the, he's going to be incredible. And also too, don't sleep on the white Sox. All we need is Roberts and Eloy to stay healthy and they're, they're going to be a good team. Yeah. Tim Anderson too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, you know, everything kind of flies right. And like Kopech has upside to win, catch wins, even though wins aren't a predictable stat because there's a lot that goes into that, but still there's an opportunity. And I think Kopech can be that top 40 pitcher. Hence why he's 39 for me with the upside to be another tw- top 25 pitcher. That's what everybody we're talking about tonight is. Um, but yeah, let's move Real on. Quick, I want to I mm-hmm. throw one more thing in, and he did opt out of that 2020 season, the COVID season. He didn't pitch that whole year too, right. so you know he's still he's still in that development phase. And I'll say this: if this year isn't the breakout year, it, it's coming next year. It's coming soon. The kid just has elite stuff. But yes, Matt, go, let's move on to this next guy here, and there's somebody that we both love as well. Yeah, and that's Mr. Hunter Brown. You know, first real pit, first year in the in the bigs this year. I mean, he had a cup of coffee that last year with twenty innings, and he did really well. So in twenty innings, he had twenty two strikeouts. He had a zero eight nine uh, ERA with a with a one whip, one oh eight whip. He's incredible. But let me read you off what he did in the minors, or better yet, let me start in the let me. No, let's not look at that. It's actually a little upsetting. His <laughs> numbers. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, because he's a good pitcher, guys. Let me start off with why I think he's good, and then we'll go from there. So in 2022, in the minors, right, he pitched 106 innings. He had 134 strikeouts. He had a 2.55 ERA and a 108 whip. Now, that translates because that's exactly what he had in the bigs, right, in terms of the whip and the strikeout rate, right? Now, we're seeing in spring training, and I don't know what's going on, again, Spring training isn't just a time for people to prove himself because he pretty much one bad start for him. One bad start and then he had a couple of good ones. It's possible because you know what? Like Dom said, they try out new things. That's what you want to see, especially out of a young pitcher. I don't think he has to earn this rotation spot because they had the Verlander. He's got it. He's He's got it. He's got it. But McCullers is hurt. Right. He's in. So Hunter Brown's in. That's 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 pretty much where I was going to go with that. Verlander's gone. McCullers is hurt, so they actually need him in the rotation. And I'm really glad for that too on the McCullers side because one, he sucks, and two, um, I really I really didn't want them to do uh, Christian Javier dirty this year. But anyway, um, Hunter Brown is somebody that I really think is going to take that serious step forward, and he just is probably trying a couple new things to see how he can fool the bigs. So I'm not even going to waste our time talking about what is it, um, five innings. From him, let's talk. Uh, we'll give you a revamp on him right before, right by the end of the next week. Just either shoot me a DM if I haven't mentioned him by the end of next week, and I'll let you know where he's at. And I think that we'll see him in an upward position. But here's the upside this is what I think, right? I think that he's going to have a really nice K per nine. I think it's going to be like a 1.3 K per nine, which is going to be absolutely spectacular. I think he gets about 150 innings this year, maybe 130, depending on how they want to manage him since it's. This would be the most he's ever done, but I feel I feel this is how I look at him. I'm looking at him at like Spencer Strider, where he kind of has that that you know, like no question has that rotation spot, and on top of that, I just feel that he's just that level ready to go. So again, I could see it happening. Let's just hope he doesn't get hurt, um, and we'll see from there. But before we move on here and we talk about Dom's pick, Mr. Jesus Lizardo, we have somebody great to talk about. Here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. 
The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now it's the perfect time to download the Fan, FanDuel app, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of the $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't hit. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money lines, point scores, and three drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine uh, combine uh, bets for bigger payouts and same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance on your on your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you download FanDuel.com slash locked on, when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today, make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So, Dom, why don't you take this away? Real quick, real quick. I, w- I want to hop in on the Hunter Brown thing real quick. If you give me, uh, I'll, I'll make it I'll make it short and sweet. I'll make it short and sweet. So, real quick, what Hunter Brown is, uh, first of all, he throws 96 miles an hour consistently, which is absolute gas. And what I saw is he was learning. He was like Justin Verlander's like uh, like protege last year. He was like following Justin Verlander around when he got called up. And if you there's a video, I think you probably find it on YouTube where they have Hunter Brown and Justin Verlander's release right next to each other. And it's almost identical. Not saying he's the next Verlander, but I am saying that there's a chance he's the next Verlander. So make sure that Hunter Brown is somebody that you have on, you know, all your teams. Uh, currently, Hunter Brown's coming off the board as the 64th starting pitcher, pick 225. I have uh, Hunter Brown as my 52nd starting pitcher. Matt, did you throw it where you have him real quick? I did not, actually. Let me say that. Yeah, where, where do you have Hunter Brown ranked uh, for the people before we uh, move on to Jesus Lazardo here? <laughs> yeah, guys, and just just the thing is Hunter Brown officially has that rotation spot. So, you know, there's no, there's no risk in taking him. He's definitely going to start the season in the rotation. I said like 130 innings. What do you got him? He- He's going free ninety nine too, so that's another thing. Um, he's I have yeah, him right yeah, now. Really say two twenty eight. I I don't have my uh, updated, but I think he's gonna he's gonna be about sixty okay. for me. Okay, so, so right there, right there. Yeah. But with that being said, let's uh let's move on to our other boy here, and o- almost all of these guys are guys that Matt and I both love. So you got to be if Matt and I both love him, you have to be confident. So let's talk about Jesus Lazardo now. The thing with Jesus Lazardo is. You know, he came over from Oakland. He he seemed like a lost cause. Nobody really, you know, had any faith left in him. But I'll tell you this. When he came over to, you know, Miami in 2021, I remember watching his, whether it was his first, a first or second start. And the thing was, is that um, he had glasses on. He had like Matt, like Matt now is he had the glasses on. I think I called Matt in the start. I was like, Matt, they gave Lazardo glasses. I think he's fixed because I was watching him and he looked absolutely lights out. So last year, Lazardo, don't forget, he's only 24. He's only going to be 25 this year. So last year's a 24 year old, four wins, seven losses. It is what it is. Mons might not win too many games, so don't look to Lazardo for wins. 3-3-2 ERA, 18 starts, 100 innings, 120 Ks, and a 103 whip. Now, if you want to talk about anyone that we've talked about today that can make that jump into the top 20, I think it's Jesus Lazardo. I have him ranked the highest of everyone that we're going to talk about today. I probably have him ranked too high. I have him ranked at 31. I just think the sky is the absolute limit for Lazardo. Let's wow. see. Where is he coming off of the board? Pick uh, Pitcher 47, pick 155 overall. Once again, this is a guy aim for him as your fifth, maybe sixth starting pitcher. If you can, if if you can get him as your fifth, it's great. If you get him as your sixth, you're 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 flying high. Just just take him. He's got elite stuff. He's got a good fastball, good breaking stuff. I think he's figured it out, and I think he just takes that monster step to the next level this year. 
You know, it's crazy. You said 31, and I was like, wow, but then I looked at mine, and he's 35, so I can't really All right, so it. good. We're, we're on the same page. Yeah. I think Lizardo is great. Um, hopefully, we have match, matching specula- speculators, but, <laughs> you, know, you know, it can be uh, glasses buddies. But, um, you know, I, th- I think Lizardo's bound to have this breakout year. He he just – his stuff is too good to fail, and Miami loves to pump out pitchers. So, if he just – even just following Alcantara around, he's going to be great. Well, let's move on oh, yeah. to, to another Miami Marlin pitcher, and that's Mr. Edward yes, Cabrera. Sir. One of our favorites. If you haven't watched the March draft, you'll probably notice we almost get him every time as well. Get him every uh, time. Every yeah. time. So it's funny, though. So here's the thing, though. Edward Cabrera kind of has a couple of knocks on him as well. Um, he is a little bit injury prone in his history. He does have a flanges issue. Yes. Um, and flanges is easy injury prone, guys. That's just my joke. Um, so... That's the only knock on him. But at the same time, I do think that, hey, like when he's healthy, he's going to be great. And let's hope that he has a good season. But he's going pretty cheap. Like, I think he's going off the board is like uh, trying to recall the 70, 70 overall, 70, 70 pick 242. So that's free 99. Um, I'm scooping him up right there. And especially in them 12 man, 15 man leagues, like, yo, that's like your pitcher six, seven. Like, I'm I'm totally okay getting that talent. Love it. So, yeah, all day. Um, and now let me read off what he did because he is actually really impressive too. So in 71 innings, he had 75 strikeouts, which is that K per nine, which is really nice. A three ERA in the bigs. Okay. This is all in the bigs last year. Um, he had six wins, four losses. I mean, hey, it's on, he's on Miami, so whatever. And a 107 whip. Now that's another great stat, you know, like first real taste of the bigs, you know, get doing his thing and really translating to the bigs. That low ERA mixed with that K per nine. Shows that, hey, I'm ready to really take that step forward. And if he could just stay healthy, I think we're going to have a real serious season at a, at a Cabrera. I don't see how he doesn't succeed. You know, Miami has to be like pretty, pretty much like like pitcher, starting pitcher UA. Like, you know, like they are just that good. They just pump out guys, nothing right. And Edward Cabrera is going to be elite, in my opinion, if he could just stay healthy. So with that free 99 draft pick, you draft Edward Cabrera and just smile when everybody's like, who the hell is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a, a Steady Eddie's one of my boys. The guy throws 96 miles an hour consistently, uh, which is, you know, elite velocity. The kid had a monster year last year. He had a good start, a really good start against the Braves that I remember that I watched. I believe he had like seven strikeouts, went like almost six innings. Uh, you know, he's he did it against some pretty good teams last year. He's only going to be, what, uh, 25 years old this year. He's in his prime. Uh, it's just and the, the price is great. You can't beat the price on Edward Cabrera, but I think Matt covered him pretty well. There's not too much uh, else that I have to say except that he, you know, he has a, a elite breaking pitches too. So, you know, he's going to keep uh, batters on their toes. So, you know, uh, let, let's just move on to our last guy here, and then we'll wrap this thing up, and that's Kodai Senga. I think Kodai Senga is is going to take the lead by storm with his uh you know first couple of outings maybe the first couple of months and listen my 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 mo with Kodai Senga is to draft him and then trade him at his peak but I could see if he's doing really good and you want to hold on to him and you want to play it out sure you know go for it you know he um he was dealing with a little bit of tendonitis in his uh was it right index finger yeah right index finger but he's back he pitched um i believe it was yesterday he allowed one run three hits no walk struck out five across three innings and he just he looks he looks pretty good man i think he's definitely somebody i want to take there's a cool story that i saw where he was um uh pitching against Pete Alonso and he struck Pete Alonso out on like three pitches 
And then they asked Pete Alonso after the game, they were like, uh, Pete, you know, so how does Sanga look? And he was like, he has this one pitch that I just can't time it up for anything. And then they went back to Sanga and they talked to him and his, uh, you know, he doesn't speak English. So his translator, you know, told him what Alonso said. And he goes, ah, that's the ghost pitch. And like perfect English too, nonetheless. Like he knew that. He knew he knew that though. He, Sanga knew that. And just I think that pitch is going to keep batters on their toes until they get some tape on it and, you know, figure it out. But the thing is, you know, he's coming over from, you know, the Japanese league and he was absolutely dominant over there for uh, like it looks like almost uh, 10 years. And his most recent season in the Japanese league last year, Senga had 11 wins, six losses, a 189 ERA, 148 innings, 159 Ks and a 104 whip. Now, Senga is coming off the board 399 right now. Uh, I have to even scroll like super deep in Fantasy Pros ADP to even find Kodai Senga. Oh, Lord, where is he going? <laughs> I might have passed him now. I think that's too far. Oh, Lord. Okay, I found him. 89th starting pitcher overall, pick 176. I currently have Senga as my 49th starting pitcher. Once again, if you get this guy as your fifth, he could be your ace for like the first few months and maybe even the whole year. Just take Kodai Senga and be very, very happy with the production. Yeah, buddy. I have him in my 55. I'm a little bit more conservative right with him uh, only because of the fact that I'm just looking at it like this. I just think that, you know, it's still an adjustment to going, going from, you know, the Japanese league to here. Yeah. And again, I don't think adjustment. It, and also, too, they're seeing the ghost pitch during spring training. So players might be ready for him right out the gate. And he may need to make that adjustment. So if anything, if you don't get him during the draft, he may be somebody that we may be turning around and saying, hey, he's a trade target at the beginning of the season. Hey, he's busting. Boom. Or, hey, he might hit the waivers. Boom. Scoop him up. So, like, there's a lot of possibilities where we could see Senga, you know, either being super successful early or flopping early and then making that adjustment where you can kind of steal him or scoop him up early. So just, you know, keep an eye on him whether you get him or not. Um, Kodai Senga, like, you know, Sega is my guy. Um, I, I really do think he's going to be successful. The best comp I can possibly have for him is Marashuda Tanaka. You know, that first year when he comes Masahiro over. Tanaka? I do it every time. You know, God. <laughs> what am i gonna do i just i can't pronounce people Sorry. um but anyway tanaka i'm not gonna go for that, first that, works. that works yeah i think he's gonna be the next tanaka i think that he's really like just that. gonna good he's comp. gonna gonna come in you know both are high high k guys both are you know good era guys and he's on a team where he could be very successful and again he's pitching in mets park too citizens bank is very nice and right that's right Citizens Bank, yeah. Yes. Oh, no. So, uh, wait, no. Is it Citizens Bank? No, Jesus. it is. It's, it is, no, right? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, um, or is it City? Yeah. City Field, I'm sorry. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, you had you had me messed up for a second. Isn't Citizens Bank uh, Philly. the Phillies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Too City much. Field. City Field. Too much. They got to stop with these bank parks. Anyway, oh, <laughs> I go there too often. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I think that with that park protecting him as well with that team, I think that Senga has all the opportunity in the world to really be successful, translate into bigs, and actually turn that free 99 draft pick into being somebody that's going to be explosive for your team. So scoop them up any which way you can, and let's go. So uh, this is probably something we probably should have mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but if you're still here, um, you know, the Mets got me thinking about it. Edwin Diaz uh, tore his patella oh. tendon, and he's going to be out for the whole season. You know, we wish uh, Edwin Diaz and his brother Alexis and – 
uh, Team Puerto Rico and everyone that's associated with Edwin Diaz, you know, well, we hope he gets well soon and just feels better. It's horrible to see that the number one closer in all of baseball just go down and in, in celebration, no less. That, that that really hurt to see, you know. And as a Yankee fan, you know, it's still, it still hurt to see that just because, you know, Matt and I love baseball here and we don't ever want to see anybody, not even just baseball, we don't ever want to see anybody get hurt in life. So Edwin Diaz, get well soon and we hope you're back on the mound next year uh, with that Timmy trumpet striking everybody out. Good, good news is though it isn't an ACL. Um, yeah. So like I said, six to eight months. So if we're talking six months, it'll be right at the end of the season. So if Mets make a push for you, Met fans out there, he may be back just in time for the for the playoffs. So you know, because there's no shot they're not making the playoffs. They're too good for that. So at least you might have the Timmy trumpets for the playoffs. There but, you go. Yeah, guys. So, yeah, that is that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website with that. You know, big draft season coming up, guys. Matt and I have our rankings out there. You're gonna want to go check those out. Bring them with you to your drafts. Print them out, and uh, you'll be ready to go. And thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Why don't you go make Locked On Reds uh, your you know your, your second listen each and every day with our pal Jeff. Uh, you know we wish uh, Jeff the best. Uh, he's very very good at what he does. He covers the red teams good. All those young Reds prospects. He'll he'll keep you in the know with all of them. We will be back Monday with a new episode. We're going to be skipping mock draft Mondays, guys. I know a lot of you love it, but we have a lot of action-packed episodes for you next week. We're not sure of the order yet, but we have our My Guys episodes. We have Sleeper episode. We have a Bust episode. We have a Breakout episode. Bounce and back. I think we're Yeah, Bounce Backs. And I think we're even going to try and sneak in one more spring training update. I'm not 100% sure if that happens, but we're going to try our best for you guys. We have an action-packed week next week. So, guys, you're going to want to be there for that. But, guys, until next week. See you. Peace.